Welcome everyone to the Oveh Torah Daf Shur. Today's Shur is Daf Tetvav. We will begin, however, on Daf Yud Dalit Amorbet at the two dots with the question Avru Elu Velo Neenu. Anonymous sponsor. Okay. This uh, today today's Daf is sponsored by an anonymous sponsor. It's in Zichut of his wife and his two children. Bezat Hashem, Hashem should send them success as well as he should have success and continue to learn as much as he can to become a Tamir Haham. Okay. Says the Gemara, Let's say, the Mishnah had said that if, you, if the, we had first three fasts, then we had three fasts, then we had seven fasts. Now, if those seven fasts happened and the Jews were not answered, the rain did not come down sufficiently, we lessen our business. We lessen our building and our planting. Now, the Mishnah did not tell us what kind of business we're lessening. Tana, we learned. We said we lessen our building. This means special simcha building. That's what we avoid. When we say planting, it's not regular planting. It's talking about What's called This is a guy who builds a special wedding hall for his son. They used to build special wedding halls for the kids, and the kid would end up living in that wedding hall after the thing. That would be a sewer to build that during a time when we're fasting and we weren't answered after the seventh fast. If you plant a special garden for kings, it used to be that they would build a special tree. They would plant a tree when a kid was born, and hopefully when he was coronated, they would build a wooden throne for him out of the tree that was planted when he was born. That's a, a festification which you'll limit. We, we lessen saying hello to your friends. If you're a Torah scholar, and she'elat shalom in him, then you don't say hello at all. If Ame Haaretz will ask a Torah scholar and say say shalom aleichem to you, you answer them, but not the way they say. If they say, "Hey, what's up?" You say hi, in a in a, in a heavy-handed manner. And they wrap themselves like mourners, and they sit like as if they're in Adam People that got yelled at by Hashem. When you get yelled at by the king, you don't you don't walk around happy. You just get yelled at by the king. We got yelled at by, by Hashem. We walk around like that. mercy on them. Unless he knows that he deserves. Why are you lying on your face? And we know that he was answered in that, that situation. A person who is a Dam Hashub should not dress himself in sackcloth, which is a sign of mourning and praying to Hashem, because it's very rough and you put it on your skin to show that you're. Uh, you're Painting yourself. 
excuse me, unless he's knows he's going to be answered like Yehoram ben Achav. Now, it's interesting, Yehoram ben Achav was a very, very wicked man. He was an evil king, and the Navi made a tremendous fast, made a tremendous hunger happen because of him. In the end, when he when he saw how bad the hunger was, that people were Lolan was stooping to cannibalism, so he put himself in sackcloth and he started crying, and Hashem ended up answering. So we're telling you the same way he was answered, a Tamir Hacham would have to know that he'll get answered as quickly as he does in order for him to put sackcloth pub- publicly. Otherwise, it could be a Chul Hashem if he doesn't get answered. Are you with us? Good. When he heard the words of the woman, that the woman was complaining that uh, she ate her kid and she shared it with a friend, and her friend didn't follow through on the deal to eat her own kid. Then they saw that the king was wearing sackcloth, and they all started crying, and that caused the... Um, the end of the fabric. As we see in the in the haftarah, not everyone rips their clothes and gets answered like that. Not everyone by falling. They fall on their face, and that was enough to get them answered. They have to rip their clothes. How do we know? Because it says that Moshe and Aaron fell on their faces. They ripped their clothes. Now, it's interesting that we mentioned that Yeshua Benun is not supposed to fall on his face. He's supposed to rip his clothes, right? Interestingly, before, a little before this, just right, right before over here, we mentioned that Yeshua was falling on his face. So why are we mentioning Yeshua Benun is, not, is a non-faller when we just called him a faller? Right. So it could be that that was later in his life when he was the king. When, with Moshe Rabbeinu's times, he was still... Um, he had to actually rip his clothes in order to get answered. Matkila was there. We eat him every Shabbat and Chamani. He have a tivi Yehoshua kedigamet. Hashem tivi Yehoshua. Ha veha ha veha avid. If it says Yehoshua with a vav, it's indicative that Yehoshua did both. He ripped his clothes and he fell on his face. So he did both. How many Bilazar? Lo akol bekima. Not everyone will be able to do kima. Not everyone will, 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 will bow down. So it seems like when you greet Mashiach, some people have to bow down, some people have to stand. Milachim, the kings, they stand up. Misarim, Bishtachim have to bow down. Milachim, Bikima, Dechtiv, Ko Amar Hashem, Go Elisev, Kedoshimo, Kedosho, Lebaze Nefesh, Lemetaev, Goy, Laevid, Mishlim, Melachim, Yeru, Vikamu. It says that they'll, the kings will see Vikamu and they'll stand. So you see that they're standing when they greet Mashiach. Because ends off saying that the nobles will have to bow down. They ask the question. You'd be right that they that they only bow down. It means they did both. They would greet him standing and sitting. Now. I guess, okay. I also say, In the next word, not everyone is going to get light. Yesharim, right? 
Not everyone will have some chah. Tzadikim, the orah, tzadikim will get the actual light. Yisharim, the people who are upright, will get simcha. It's a machloket, which one's greater, simcha or orah? Now, tzadikim, the orah, tzadikim, orah, tzadikim, orah, tzadikim, simcha, tzadikim, orah, tzadikim, simcha, hadran, alach, me'ematai. Okay. Now, we have a Mishnah on the new Perek. I'm going to start Ketzad. However, Ketzad has a very, very long Mishnah, which means that most of the Daf is really Mishnah, which is uh, a full Perek of Mishnah and one Mishnah. But we'll do our best to see how far we get through this. Says the Gemara as follows. What is the order of Ta'anit? Now, when we say Ta'anit Ketzad, we're discussing, assuming that we're doing the last bunch of fasts, how do they do that? They take the teva to the town square. Okay? Now the teva is not our teva. When we refer to teva, we're referring to where the chazan stands. They're referring to teva is the Aron Kodesh. Okay? And we know they put ashes on top of the teva. They put it also on the head of the prince and the abedin. And every other person puts it on his own head. So, in other words, they put it on the king's head, but everyone else puts it on their own heads. They get the oldest person to say in front of them words of Musar, and the following are sample words that were said. Our brothers, doesn't say by Ninveh when Hashem accepted the Chuvah, the people of Ninveh, does not say the et It doesn't say Hashem noticed their sackcloth and their fasting, even though they did fast. It says Hashem saw their deeds that they did Teshuvah from their bad ways. And we also see in Navi, it says, first it says, rip your hearts, then it says, rip your clothes. But, but ripping your hearts is more important than ripping clothes. Okay? When they stood to pray, they make sure that the Chazan is an older guy who knows the, the Slah. And he has children to pray for. And he has an empty house. Which means that the guy's got too much wealth. We don't want to send him up. He's got to be empty. This way he's going to pray well. This way his heart should be shalim He says in front of them, His amida, while you're doing this one, is going to be 24 barachot, more than 18. There's 18 that you have every day. And you add another six to them. What are the ones that you add? You notice you don't have Malchiyot here because it's not Rosh Hashanah. But you do Zichronot and Shofarot. As well as you have one one Tehilim, which is El Hashem B'Tzalata Karati Va'aneni, which is Kufchaf. Esai Nayad Ha'arim Ayn Yavuazdi Kufchaf Alaf. Tepila Le'ani Ki Ya'atov Kuflamin. As well as those are the three. Those are four. You don't put Zichron and Shofarot. Rather, we do the ones, the Avkiye Ba'aretz, which is number 
which is not from Tehilim, it's actually in Melachim. And, the story of what happened with Yimiyahu and the fact that they were they were missing rain in those days as well. Batsorit. And that is in Yimiyahu. Now there is a Chotem, which is a signature of Berakha that comes at the end of Berakha on each one. For the first Berakha that's added to the 18, the first of the six. Omer, you end off with the following words: Mishanat Avraham Avinu Beharamoria, who Yanetchem, he should answer us. The Yishma bekol Tzakatchem, and he should hear the sound of our cries. Hayom Hazeh this day, Baruch Hashem Goel Yisrael, Baruch Hashem Ugali. So that's the Beracha of number one of the six. Alishniyah, the second one, which is Zichronot, or or it's the Yirmiyah one. We say, Mishana et Abutena al Yamsuf, who Yanet Chem, Mishma Kotzakan Hayom, Azebroch, Tashem, Zochel, and Shkot. You remember those who were forgotten. Al Shlishit, that was for the second one, which was Shofarot. Or, sorry, or Yibriyahu. I'm sorry, the first one was Zichonot or Melachim. Now, the next four are no questions. Kuf. The one from Kuf Chaf, Al Shniyahu Omer, Mishana, Al Shishidu Omer, Mishanat Yoshua Begilgal. The one who answered Yoshua and Gilgal, who Yaratchem Bishma Kotzakim Hayom Azebroch Atashim Shomer Tirua. Now over there by Yoshua and Gilgal, Yoshua was answered. Hashem answered to Gilgal. We'll see soon more. Al Ritu Omer, Mishana at Shmuel Mitzvah. The one who answered Shmuel Mitzvah when they were about to attack the enemy. You listen to Tzaka crying. Besides what Shomea Tidua, we did Zochel Neshkot. First you have Gali says Zochel Neshkot. Then you have Shomea Tidua, Shomea Tzaka. Now we have the fifth one, Al Chamashit, which is the one. No, we didn't do the fourth one. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Al Chamashit on the fifth one. We say Mishana at Eliyahu b'Halak Hamel, the one who answered Eliyahu Hamel when he had the 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 showdown with the Nevi'ah Baal and Harak Hamel. Hashem answered them. The one who answered him, Who yarn at Chemish Marko Tachanim Hayom Azebroch Hashem Shomer. Finally, on the sixth one, on Shishitu Omer, Mishana at Yonah Me'ad, the guy, the one who answered Yonah in the belly. Whole matzah with Eliyahu uh, being Harak Hamel in, in a different mesechet earlier. We had it. Yeah, it yeah, came up before. It came up before. Remember where that whole thing, the whole episode was, was brought down. Right. We did. Yes, we definitely had some place for sure. Okay, mercy on the land. And all of these are not contest- contested. These are, everyone agrees. This is seemingly. There's a story on the bottom of the page. In the days of Chalafta, after he finished. 
right? They rather they said Baruch Shem instead of Amen. Taku Anim Taku. They announced blow, Kohanim blow. Then they said, blow, blow. They do it for everyone. When it came in front of the Hamim, Amru, they said, no, we only do that in the Eastern Gate, Harabait. That, that what you did, I will only do that. We answer Baruch Hashem. Okay. Says the Gemara. Shalosh Taniot Tarishot. The first three fasts. Anchei Bishmar Betanim Velo Betanim Anchei Bet Av Lo Betanim Kalal. So we're talking over here about the Kohanim who are serving the Bet Mikdash. Now these Kohanim who are serving the Bet Mikdash. There's two groups. They they come for a week and they take over every Shabbat. Now when they come for a week, twice a year. Now. There's the Bet Av who's on duty for that day, and there's the Bishmar who's on duty for the week, but they're there the whole time. They're also ba- the Bishmar's are the backups to the Bet Avs for that day in case something goes wrong. So we're telling you now, and the first three fasts, I'm sorry, on the first three fasts, the people of the Bishmar, they fast, but they don't finish. That's because they're on for the week, but they, they don't fast. If, 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 uh, even though even though there's a community fast, but since we might need them, so they can't finish the fast. They fast a little and they break the fast. But if you're on for that day, you don't believe call. They don't if you're on that day, you don't fast at all. Right. The, this, the, third, the second set of three, then even the Beta people fast without finishing. And if you're on the Mishmar, then you do finish. But the last seven, both them, both them, fast and finish according to the Yeshua. And if we need you, to too bad. You're fasting anyway. Yes, that's how Rabbi Yeshua holds. So, so, so Chachamim disagree. So it's just. I would love to make a try on this, but we're in a little bit of rush. But listen to Chachamim. Okay, Chachamim Morim, Shalosh Taaniot Harishon Elav Elav Bimkam. According to him, the first one, no one fasts at all. Shalosh Taaniot, the second set. On Chemish by the people in Mishmar who are on the backup guys, what do they do? But they 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 fast, but they don't finish. On Chemit Av, you but then come, but the Bet Av don't do it all in the second three fasts. And then on the last seven, on Chemish by Betanim Mishalmim, on Chemit Av Betanim Velo Mishalmin. Then even still, the Bet Av don't finish the fast. Only the the Mishmar finishes the fast. So you see that, that according to this opinion, the people who are on that day never ever fast the whole day. Mm-hmm. And even fast half day. Okay. What's well the subject? Says the Mishnah further. If you're on the Mishnah, you can drink wine at night. But they can't drink during the day because they might be used. They can't do either one, either one because even at night they have to do the fats of the Kuban Tamid that are on the Zvech. Otherwise, you can't do anything. Good. Anytime you have, a, you have a little holiday that you're not supposed to make a Hesped because it's written in Megillat Ta'anit, Lefanav Asru. Right? Lefanav Asur, Nachalab Mutar. 
Rabbi Yossi Omer, Lefanav Ula Halav Asur. They're both Asur. So Lo Litane, if it says don't fast, Lefanav Ula Halav Asur, then you're allowed to fast before and after. Rabbi Yossi Omer, Lefanav Asur, Lechalav Buta. Good. Says the Gemara. I'm sorry, the Mishnah for that. And goes into Tanit and Tzibur, but Lechalav Hamashik. You can't start a fast where you're starting on the seventh day. No matter when you think you're not allowed to do that, right? Shalof Kiyashim, because that's going to cause this unexpected uh, rush on the commodities will cause a uh, heightened price, which is not the idea. Right? The first three are Monday, Thursday, Monday. Okay? The second ones, are, are going to be Thursday, Monday, Thursday. Nothing can be on, could ever start on Friday. Good. You can't make a gazer on, on the community on Rosh Chodesh. You can't start on Rosh Chodesh or Hanukkah or Purim. Interesting, no? Unbelievable. Okay, we're, we're a little behind too. You cannot finish. Which means if you start in a series of fasts and one of them ends up on Hanukkah, you have to, you have to continue it. He agrees that you shouldn't stop, but you don't have to finish the whole fest. You can only could start breaking the middle. Also, Shabbat falls on a, on a Friday would be the same thing. Okay, we're going to stop right over here at the Gemara. Amen. Amen.